Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Did you miss us? Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing? Good, my man. Good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. No doubt. No doubt. Glad hey, to guys. Be here. Absolutely. I know we missed the episode last week. We'll get to that at the end of this episode, but we thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. Check us out on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S U P A D U P A P O D. Please, guys, let some real people follow us and not uh, Zatafa six nine 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 with six posts is and still a hundred followers. Who will follow? Who is following? Well, might have some very good pictures on there. You know, hey photos, man, photo I mean, game is up. Listen, y'all, y'all need Jesus. And also follow us online at hp fifty three productions dot com for our merch. Gets you a mug or a hoodie with your. Favorite podcast, aka the Super Duper Podcast, over Southside DNA. Also, additional content on hp53productions.com. You'll find the Father Good Podcast featuring Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. And we're all Ed McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. What you guys talk about today? Uh, we talked about uh, Tom Brady's retirement. Mm-hmm. If this is, uh, if he's actually going to stay retired this time, you know, because you think you think so. I don't think so. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's gonna come back for one more. But you know, everybody's saying that this is it. So I mean, because at this point, if he um, retires again, it's like, what's the point, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, why keep announcing it? Just just let the season end. But I will say, I saw pictures of Giselle Bunchen taking some model photos in Miami. I forgot how beautiful he was. If I'm him, I I might be retiring too. Like, baby, please. Please, baby, please. I quit the game for you. <laughs> and she paid. Hold on, man. Let's do this. Try this again. Let's run this back. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, San Francisco may be calling. You know, that's his hometown team. Mm-hmm. They got a uh, a team that's ready to win now. And yeah. why not? One more yeah. one more go. Because Brock Purdy probably not going to be ready just yet. So, you know, another year. But well, they're Tom saying Brady, that's going to be That's at least six months. So, yeah. Yeah. Who are you going to go with if you got the shot? Tom Brady or, or Brock Purdy? Who are you going with? I mean, because here's the thing I thought about it too. If you take Brock Purdy, if you take Tom Brady, right, you let Brock Purdy just rest up. And I mean, if Tom gets hurt or he just don't make the season, then Brock just slides in. So, you know what I'm saying? Either way, it's cool. So, but again, yeah. I think uh, I saw today, you know, Tom Brady might just be like, you know what, I'll forget this, man. Let me go get this $375 million from Fox right in time for the Super Bowl. So, I mean, either way, I don't feel bad for Tom Brady. I don't think none of y'all should feel bad for Tom Brady. That brother's doing just oh, yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. oh, so, yeah. happy retirement to Tom Brady. Listen to more analysis about that on the Easy Smoke and GM podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So there's a couple of things before we get to our special guest today. Uh, you know, since we've had our pod, a lot has happened in the world. One being the uh, Tyree Nichols video was released. Uh, we've heard about this news for some time. And of course, the release of the video um, was last Friday, I think. Last Friday. And so, you know, 
everybody was watching it. You know, my, my folks were watching it. My my dad's off work. He hurt himself, so he's at home now. And so he's watching it. Everybody had their eyes glued to it. And, uh, you know, as I'm sure you saw, I'm sure people saw it, you know, we're, we're about a week behind. So everybody's had their analysis of it, the raw analysis, the additional analysis. I just want to say this, man. You know, the first time I got pulled over by cops, you know, driving around black, I was, uh, I think I was 17. Yeah, I was, I was going to my prom. So I was about 17, 18. And I was getting my tux from my prom. My date had come by the house. My parents had a new Lumina, right? And it was, you know, Lumina, if you remember back then, it was a nice looking car in 90, 96, 97. And so, uh, you know, we got, I had to go to the mall to go pick up my suit and my dates with me. We're excited about prom. It's going to be a good time. And I'm driving, you know, I'm I'm not speeding or nothing. I'm just driving. It's a stop sign. Whoop! Lights come on. And uh, they pull me over. And I'm, you know, my day scared. I'm, I'm like, I mean, I'm like, all right, it's all going to be cool. Because I didn't do nothing. I'm like, I didn't, that's how my pop raised me. I ain't doing nothing wrong. What I'm scared for. So they go, hey, man, this your car? I said, no, it's my parents. It's my mom's car. Your mom can afford a car like this? And I went, yeah. Why, why couldn't she? Right? Why, why shouldn't she? That's a weird statement. It's not like this is a Benz. Right. It's a Chevy Lumina. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just it's just clean. And, and even neat. if it was a Benz. Yeah. So what? Right. You think I can't do it? Yeah. Here's a twisted story. That cop was black, right? Mm-hmm. And it's wild because it's like, wait a minute, right? You don't think a black person could have a son that could drive a car like this? And so as we look at the Tyree Nichols video, you see the cops that are black and they're recounting the story like it's a football game, how they beat him, what he did, and X, Y, Z. And I really, you know, people have, I think, you know, LeBron James put out a tweet that I'm sure he wants to delete about we are our own worst enemy. And I think that's misplaced. I think I think the real thought is this. It's just when we were doing those Black Lives Matter marches, and, you know, George Floyd and all those killings, and it was mainly white cops doing this, and now we have black cops that have, that are on tape that killed a man. I mean, beat him to death for sure. The problem isn't necessarily if it's a white person or a black person. That, that does play into it. Let's not get it twisted because these black cops – was sent up real fast when a lot of these white cops, it take a it's year. Right. You know, they, right. they they get they get something. I that's where the nuance comes in, right? So let's not get it twisted. They ain't the same. I mean, these white cops get a chance to now, rest up. Go ahead. I will say that we we're you know uh, not too not too far off of Breonna Taylor. Very true. There too. So maybe that that helped it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Mm-hmm. You know, but still, but still, the, that is, I mean, that's a point you can't ignore. But I think the real, the real thing that we have to notice and take take note of is just that people can't handle power, man. Right, and and you have to be trained to handle power. You know, you don't you don't give a child, a young person, a certain amount of power to they're ready to do it. And a police officer, by the badge and the uniform, they just have a certain amount of power. They walk into rooms. People acknowledge them. People get out of their way, right? They can command a certain attention. They just have a level of power just by definition of what they do and who they are. It seems to me as that something when we when we see these videos of them killing black people, number one, that unit of people see black people a certain way. You can't tell me that like that that's not conditioned <laughs> overall, right? You you just you just can't tell me that, man. Because we we've we talked about it before. We've seen videos of white people cussing the police clean out. Nothing happens. I mean, like 
Got weapons, fighting them, everything. Clean out. Here it killed, is. Killed a dozen people. Yeah. Walk, get, go off and bomb Burger King. Right. right. Uh, so that, again, that's another pie. So that, that's a, something that Dr. Williams can handle better than I can. But the, the point I'm just making is, I think, uh, I, no, I'm not, I think, I know, as this continues, I'm sure, again, I'm sure there are a lot of police officers who we know that we know personally, you know what I'm saying, that this is not that bad. But I think overall, that's people don't know how to handle power. And, you know, these police officers in that video and the videos that we've seen, they were not trained properly or maybe they were trained properly. They didn't, they didn't heed the training, whatever, about how to deal with the power and the abuse of power. That's really what this comes down to. And it's like, you know, who who are these people that are becoming police officers? Are they people who felt some level of abuse before and want to now, you know, now be powerful and then put that on people that some some level of revenge? Who knows? But I'm hoping as police systems across the country is as they because, you know, you can't act like this is a one off because we've been watching it like for two, three years. I mean, even though it's been happening before. Now we got hard documented evidence, dog. And the thing is this. They were I mean. All those videos were tricky until that pole camera. Like everything could have been explained away until the pole camera. And that's what's sad, dog. Had that pole camera not been up there, those guys still be at work. Yeah. And none of this stuff be happening because they could they could explain it away. The the and so that's the whole thing. The abuse of power and the protection of the abuse of power, right? We want to keep this system going. So we'll protect you guys and you know, we'll protect you because it protects us. Um, but you know. Justice was definitely served, served swiftly, served correctly. And, you know, just prayer to Tyreek Nichols' family. Tyreek Nichols, I'm sorry, his family, uh, his loved ones uh, that he was just trying to get to. And again, as I don't know when this is going to change. You know, I don't like saying something got to change because you just keep saying that. That's like an empty statement to me. Right. And maybe there's a way we can just, I think, from what we, you and I try to do is just Make sure it's still at the top of people's mind because, you know, like I know as in a month, we'll be talking about something else. In a month, we'll be talking about March Madness. You know what I mean? In a month, we'll be talking about, the, you know, the Masters, like some something that's trivial, right? right and right. the Nichols family will still have to deal with this. So, and, and you know, in Chicago, there's a mayoral race that's coming up. And I don't know about your other cities across the, across the country, but these are the reasons you vote. You know, I know some of y'all think that ain't cool, but that's why that's what we do. These are the reasons why you vote to put people in place, enough people in place that you know they are, they are, they have the people in mind, and not just the people who benefit them or pay for them. All the people in mind, give them what they need. So again, just uh, prayers and thoughts to the Nichols family, and also just to you know, it's hard to watch that stuff. Is I didn't want to call my parents after I saw it because I'm like, I'm sure they're probably thinking it, they thinking about me. You know, what I'm saying watching you, this. Were you able to watch the whole thing? I did. Uh, I only watched it. I watched it like one time, you know, the one run. Okay. And then, but I, ne- you know, once they kind of had it on t- CNN again, I never watched it again. But that's kind of point I, I was making. I think I'm overseeing, you, you know, this this uh, black brutality, man, by the cops yeah. on TV. I, I, it's just, it's. I know we have to, and that's what makes it sensational. I mean, that's why the civil rights movement, that's how it got moving. Dr. King was able to get the best, you know, they were able to get the best images on the front of newspapers to make people across the country see this stuff is a real deal, right? right? So I understand the point of it, but it's still hard to see as a black person because you see, you can see yourself, 
You can see your friends, your family, like that easily could have been one of us. As yeah, I mean, easily, easily, and, and because they, you know, I don't even know, I don't even know what Tyree did. I don't even, you know, in terms of like his profession, none of that stuff. None of it really mattered. It's like, hey, man, we we are now conditioned. I, I mean, and I'm being for real, as I'm not even being fake. It's like if some cops pull me over, and it's like it start getting like real greasy, where it's like you know. They getting a little extra physical, you know what I'm saying? My last, I will be thinking, I gotta get to see these chipmunks because this might be it, you know what I'm saying? Be and I'm not saying like I'm going to be fighting police. I'm going to be just like disrespect. That's not the point I'm making. It's like these videos, these people know what they've been seeing on TV and CNN, and they know if they feel like their life is in real danger. You know what I'm saying? And at really? that point, I don't care that you cops. I'm just trying to live, and I know I got to deal with the consequences later. You know what I mean? It, it it makes me think, man. What what can I do? What can you do? Yeah. He he wasn't fighting. Not at all. Not at all. And they, they beat him to death. Like you saw how they just like were holding him up, just slapping yeah, him around, there, kicking there him. Was, it's like kicking him he, in his head. It's like, dude, he's literally he can't do anything. He he was not resisting. And they beat him to death. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that that's unbelievable to me, man. Yeah, man. unbelievable. So you know, we're gonna keep talking about it. Please, people, don't forget about this stuff. You know, and all the other people that have been killed. I don't know what the larger theme is or what's gonna happen, but you know, we gotta put it out there, and so people know. So again, rest in peace, and uh, again, glad justice was served, and justice was served swiftly. So. I don't know how to transition to this, but on a lighter note, you know, and I wanted to get too somber with the Super Duper Pie. We talked in the last episode about seeing House Party. I was able to see it. As will explain why he hasn't had hasn't had a chance to see it yet. But as like I told you, bruh, don't don't do it. <laughs> Reconsider. They should never it was have that a date. So here's the thing, big ass. Because I want to say this. As LeBron gets close to, to breaking the scoring record, right? You know, is there hate on LeBron? Do people want LeBron to succeed? I mean, you know, he gets his hate. He does. There's some things, you know, he does some great things. Does some great, great things. Hey, maybe even at HP 53 Productions, we could partner with him as to make a movie. You understand? You understand? But what I think that this is where I think they miss. And again, I still want everybody to go see it. Like, don't, don't take Super Duper's word for it. Like, see it for yourself. I'm just giving you a point of reference. Even you're going to say Rob was right or Rob was wrong. Hey, man, I could take it. But here's why I think I know I'm right. So this is where, where I think it would left is. House Party, the original movie, isn't really about the house or even the party, right? It's really about these high school kids who could be any black kids across America doing high school stuff right and it was just a night in the life of a high school kid right right because think about it, in high school we all had rap names or maybe you did you had sports no, I dreams. Didn't have a, you had sports dreams though you had sports dreams though see you, you had sports <laughs> i had a rap name i don't know what my rap names in high school uh <laughs> I, but you know what i'm saying it's like you have some girls you like you had your crew you're just trying to figure out how to get at these girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got a little trouble. You get out of it. Hope your parents don't find out. Right. That's high school life, right? Right. And I think what this movie missed was they made it about the house 
you know, it, it literally like what's in this house party. So it became more like weird cameos and just weird things that, you know, it's like, really, this is what we're doing. I mean, it really would have been even better just to take the current, the, the movie as is, the, the the original one, and just update everything. But like, same flow, same, you know what I'm saying? So the, that so, would have been better. So the uh the stars of this movie they weren't they weren't high school kids they were they were no, adults right that's that's another point right these guys were adults but they were like 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 the worst versions of guys you know what I'm saying like live like living at with the parents with the with the kids are like super broke and just can't catch a break like kid and play weren't like the worst high school students. They just high school, you know what I'm saying? They weren't no. the worst. They weren't like the worst kids, or like it's just like they, no, were just, they weren't. They weren't bad kids at all. At all, it's just they did with everybody. I mean, everybody got in trouble in high school with your parents at least one time. You know what I'm right. saying? If it's for something, that's all this was. So I think on one hand, I was a, I was a little disappointed by that. That it was like, why they gotta be the worst versions of what they could be, right? Why can't it just be like the enterprise and or they just friends? And friends getting the stuff. Yeah. So I think that's that's what was missed. I don't want to give too much away. Just know LeBron's in this movie a lot. <laughs> more than he a should lot? be. More well, I'll say more than more than I think it should be. <laughs> but again, LeBron, if you want to do a movie with us, we know I could I could erase all this content, bro, and we can do this movie real fast. Just let Ed's got the button. Uh, uh right, Ed, we 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 run it right back. Oh, we, it, it's, it's very movie easily was, can be deleted. Movie was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to HP fifty three and Spring Hill. Movie comes soon. <laughs> I'm gonna check. You know, I got I got a uh, I got a weekend to myself this weekend, so okay. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna check it out this weekend. Listen, you should. And, I want to and I'll give your I give you my opinion on it. It's a three week saga. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say too much because I want you to watch it. I want you to be surprised by some things. I mean, I told you before why obvious reason. I don't remember a whole lot of it. It was a whole lot going on. I was watching the movie. Uh, some something in my ginger ale, but still, man, it was a uh, that helps. <laughs> it was, maybe maybe I'll do I'll do that. Maybe too. you should, but yeah. uh, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's disappointing as a house party. You know, we are house party fans through and through, and I didn't want to go in like you know, don't mess with my stuff, don't mess with my movie. But it's just like I tried to really be open with it, and it, they, I think it could have been done better. So I think the essence of the movie was truly these are high school kids. Who having a who had the night of their lives had a fun night, and that's and let's see how it goes. That's that's high school stuff, and that's the part of it too. I don't, it's like you can't house party was genius because think about it is we all want to have our version of a house party. Like you know, as you were in high school and college, you wanted to kind of reenact this moment of time, right? You know, you got your friends, you had this great party, you have a great night later what have you i think again it just was like it was a very specific kind of night that was happening and it was like this couldn't really happen to everybody and then that kind of makes you not identify with the movie man so but again i encourage you guys to go see it it's gonna probably be on hbo max (laughs) real soon well i'm gonna watch it at home it's it's, uh it's available uh on demand right now yeah and see and i hate we missed the last episode last week Cause then I got to bash this black movie on on the first day of Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As, let me ask you this: Can you yeah. think of a movie that uh, that was a remake that that captured the original essence of the of the first of the, the of the original? Okay, so you and, was, and was actually good. 
Okay, well, so I I, I keep bringing it up, but Bel Air. I mean, I know it's not a movie, but I think like that remake did it perfectly. It has the essence of what the original was, and just a very like that spin was from comedy to dra- to drama, right? Uh-huh. So I think that's what they found. Another remake. Let's see. I mean, these Batman movies. I, mean, I don't know if those are technically those remakes, count. Though. Okay, those okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Wait, what's another remake? Like, what's, what's a black movie that's a remake? That, but like, they don't really remake a black movie like that much, right? There's there had to have been. Okay, that's so when you okay. need to think about. Yeah, that's the thing. But so when you okay, you're gonna watch House Party. Yeah, that'll be the next episode. All the black movies that have been maybe we get to see Marsh we can jump on black movies that have been remade and if and if they really fit to the bill that's actually a good episode cool we got you yeah we so, can do that next week so today we got a special guest on the Super Duper he's a friend um, as and myself uh, he was voted principal of the year and we're going to talk about the award he received he also had a feature in the Chicago Sun Times an op ed we know somebody op-ed, did, we know somebody did an op ed is is crazy but you know. It's like he's a personal friend of ours. And since he's a personal friend of ours, got to make it on the show. So here's the one and the only Sekou Robertson, principal of the year. My good friend, listen, listen, listen. If you in the newspaper, and I know you personally, you got to come on the SDP. So my good friend, Sekou Robertson, how are you, sir? Good, good. Thank you for having me, Rob. And as you, man. Yeah, no doubt. And listen, we got you on the pod today because you were in the newspaper for a very reason. You won an award. You were principal of the year for the Illinois Network of Charter Schools, man. How'd that feel? It felt really good. You know, the award is out of 137 charter schools. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 137 principals. And I was chosen out of that. So that's a pretty small uh, acceptance rate. Um, I didn't apply for it. I didn't even know about it. Right. Wow. So I just, I was having a staff meeting and I get bombarded with, uh, bunch of people in my room and I'm like what is who are all these people in here then I see my dad show up my kids show up mm. and I'm like all right what's some so nobody told me I had no idea so um feel great to have again I'm not one of those people who take the spotlight so sure. um I, I think my staff were doing a great job and obviously taking a family but it was a it was a surprise and I don't like surprises so I know but it feels good and it's like you know, and I know you personally. So it's like, man, this brother leading our future. This this guy, you sure this one? No, I'm kidding, man. You're less, you're the best man to do lead the job, and I'm proud of you to uh, get this award for sure, man. And so we will get to a few questions about as you being a principal, but I'm just curious. In your op-ed, and I, and I encourage everybody to go to Chicago Sun Times, right? That's where it was. Chicago Sun Times, check it out. Really, it's a very beautiful uh, piece that he wrote. And so, you, a couple of quotes that you had in there, man. You say one was, "You want to ensure students thrive academically while." providing a memorable experiences beyond the classroom. Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, so we, so I'm all about making sure students know grade level content, right? Mm. Fourth graders, you know, fourth grade content, sixth graders, sixth grade content. But school is also just not about academics. So we do a lot of outside the classroom experiences. So for, I'll just give you a couple examples. One is we brought the black horseback riding company to my school last year. And we blocked off our parking lot, uh, black cowboys, real black cowboys mm-hmm. from the West side of Chicago. Um, some, a lot of our kids have never seen before, got a chance to get on horses and ride around, um, ride around a lot and get some tips on uh horseback riding. So mm-hmm. again, that's, no, an average student wouldn't do that, you know, in school, yeah. but we, we set that up so they could actually, 
experience horseback riding. Another thing we took them, we take our fifth graders camping. Um, one day, spend a night camping up in Wisconsin, Burlington. Again, some kids probably have never done before, but again, we're trying to give them experiences outside of the classroom um, so they can compete, you know, when they get into the real world. Yeah, because you don't want them to be like me, scared to camp when I got to college. I was like, nah, 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 not with y'all. <laughs> and I'm sure the horseback riding day, people were upset. They were sick that day, man. Like, y'all rode horses yesterday? Yeah. yeah. So another point, you, and also actually to that point, man, I think, uh, like you said, at that age and just younger people in general, you know, you go to school, you learn things, but also what you learn outside of school, that's what actually makes you, what sticks to you. And I, and I acknowledge and I appreciate you for like thinking of just more ways to open up the kids' eyes and just be exposed. A lot of it is exposure, right? You you don't know it until you see it. And it's like, oh, I can do that. And it's like, I, if I can do that, I can do anything. So so I commend you and your staff for that. Well, speaking of your staff, a lot of your op-ed, you credit your staff. You say, you know, I may score the goals or, you know, I may be the lead, but it's not just me, man. So shout out to your staff, man. You know what? I guess explain that a bit more. Right. Um, so it takes it's a team approach and it takes a family. You know, I have about 45 staff. Uh, many of them have been with me for a long time. My campus Excel has the highest retention rate. Right. Um, and it kind of speaks to like I've been there 20 years at Learn, 13 years at Excel. So I stay the staff stay, the kids stay, the family stay, but it takes all of us, right? And you have to continue to, every year you build, build, build. I also talk about one of my models is the tortoise and the hare. Perfect fable about slow and steady wins the race. In schools, you can't do a hundred different things and try to be successful. My motto is let me work on a few things hmm. and do them really, really, really well and build on them, right? Which is the reason I think Excel was ranked the third best charter in the entire state last year uh, for U.S. News World Report. So, but it's not just me, it's the teachers. I bring them in. They refer their friends and people. Um, and we we have this good culture there where people stay and they invite their friends who just graduated. Hey, come on and work over here. It's not an easy job, but we got great leadership and great colleagues. So um, it's cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. So and just for people who are in from from Illinois or from Chicago area, I give a sense of exactly where your school is located and, and the, the community that you serve. Yep. So we're uh, East Garfield Park. So it's Carroll and Sacramento. Um, so West Side of Chicago, um, <clears throat> many um, challenging area um, kids. Some of our kids go through a lot um, in the community at home. But we're that beacon kind of in the community that um, parents come to, kids come to. Um, and it's a special place. So um, um, if you buy there, Karen Sacramento, stop by. <laughs> so, man, who was your favorite uh, teacher growing up? It's a good question. Um, at the end of the day, my favorite teachers were the ones I came to every day, right? It was mom and dad, right? Cool. They truly were the true teachers. Um, going to school... Um, I went to Catholic school in, in Hyde Park, then went to De La Salle High School. Um, but my true teachers were, were were my parents, my dad, you know, mom. Um, never now and then I learned something from my brother. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but you know, it, it's uh it's all three. You know, th those are my first uh when I think of true teachers, they're the ones who taught me the basic values about life, um, hard work, consistency, um, perseverance, um, and I learned that 
from the structure I had at home and and took that with me to uh, high school, college and grad school and now and now to work. Yeah. And seeing what you do as a principal and a former teacher is so important because and you know this, unfortunately, a lot of kids don't get that at home. Right. I, I'm, I'm like you. I got I got great teachers, but like the folks that I grew up with, that's who taught me the most. But, you know, you know better than I do. Children come in there and it's like the first person that gives them some level of structure is that st- is that teacher that they're seeing that day. And that person's just trying to teach, you know, these lessons, but now they got to teach you life skills. And that's a lot, a lot to do. So again, how you commend your staff, because, you know, a lot of people and you, I'm sure you would agree. Um, we don't value teachers as much as we should. The hard work that they do, the stuff they have to deal with during the day. For example, man, I know Aiden's going to hear this when he get older and hate my guts, but he got in trouble at school today. And, you know, saying something crazy to a teacher. And I told him, listen, your teacher don't go to school to have a 10-year-old talk crazy to her. Okay, man? You know what I mean? But across the board, I'm sure at different schools that that happens all the time. So, you know, teachers are always going through a lot. So we don't value value them enough, I, I think. Right. No, yeah. agreed. Um, we, it's, uh, we, teachers are a special career. Um, you definitely don't go in it for the pay. You definitely don't go in it because it's a cakewalk job. Um, yeah. Every day is different and you're dealing with 50, 30 different personalities and you also have to deal with 30 different parents, right? So um, I try to turn negatives into positives. So I try to say, how was the day? Well, I had some challenges, but what's one thing I can kind of jump on and say, you know what? I, this was a good day because I did this. Yeah. And I will say, man, when the pandemic was going on and we it was it was uh we had to be the teachers at home. I was like, listen, whatever uh Joe Moneybags Biden got assigned to get these teachers a billion dollars a piece, I'm in. You know what I mean? Yep. But again, shout out to all the teachers out there. So how was it transitioning from a teacher to a principal? Like was that a difficult transition for you? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I was a good teacher, right? I had great relationships with kids, parents, I had great academic outcomes. Were you like um, a mean teacher? Like you were like a you were like a super strict teacher, weren't you? No, no I, jokes, I, I was, straight, I was, straightforward. That's it, huh? I, I did, but the kids liked it. You know, they yeah. liked it because I was just super structured. They knew what to expect every day. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like I come into the classroom, what's Miss Roberts going to be doing? They knew it. They were going to have work to do. We we're going to have discussion. Yeah. We'll have our playtime. We'll read. They just, and they, they knew what to expect. I think all kids, regardless, thrive on routines right they thrive on what what should i expect and i think that's what makes excel a great school we teachers are super routine super structured um but there's also playtime. um so kids know exactly what they expect when they come in so yeah as a teacher i had all the qualities um the piece about the biggest challenge with teacher to administration as many administrators will tell you is um working with adults now right so you're no longer working with kids in your room you're supporting teachers um you know and everybody has needs right um so just learning adult behavior um learning you have to keep adults motivated right you have to give them feedback right um you have to be super consistent my best teachers if that my best teacher's late one day i gotta have a conversation with him or her right not if my worst teacher's late so i have to be consistent because people they see that. They say, okay, is he going to get on so-and-so? That's one of his favorites. Oh, he did. Okay. So he, he, I like him because he's fair mm-hmm. and I trust him. That's cool. Man. So now how did having children affect how you approached your job? Right. Because I'm sure, you know, you said you've been in it. I've been a principal for 13 years, right? 13 years. You have 20 right. years. So I know you're older. I mean, I children around the same age. So I know right. you, you were 
you had your job and did not have children. So how did that change after you had children? So if you ask my staff, they'll say they knew when I had kids. They mm-hmm. say, Mr. Robinson, we knew when you had kids. You were so you were so more laid back. You weren't uptight. You know, I can I can disagree, but you know, but this is what my staff would tell you. I agree um, with your staff. I, I know. <laughs> If I had to turn the mirror on, you know, they say, yeah. oh, I knew you were you were more lenient, you know. Um, and I think, you know, kids change you, you know, but also wanted to also enlighten me because the things I, w- I did with my kids, I wanted to also provide those things with uh, with the kids in my school. Like, for instance, back to your first question, we took we take the kids canoeing um, to a place out in Lombard. And I had one student tell me, Miss Robinson, you know, black folks don't get in water. I said, OK, OK, we'll see. Um we get out there to this place. Where is he? In the water. Mm-hmm. Like I thought black folks don't get in the water, you know. But again, it's exposure. But I did that because I took my kids there, a place called the Forge. It's out in uh, Lombard. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly there. It is. It, it's awesome. You know, it, it's all outdoors and they loved it. Um, but so having kids allowed me to whatever I did with my kids, I immediately thought, hey, I can also expose the kids in my school to this. Yeah, because it's something, man. You realize how again, how much children how many children can lack exposure, right? And it's, as a parent, if you can just show them anything, you know, and that's not to say if you don't, because maybe you don't have the money to take them, you know, on an expensive trip, get a bunch of passports. But I mean, there's still things you can show them. Like, you know, I'm the king of the free trip, man. I know all the museums to get in for free. The libraries are black, you know what I'm saying? But, but this is because, again, I want my kids just to see the stuff that's around them. And like you said, and then it, there are those times where it's like, we're going to take a trip to Lombard or the, to somewhere else so you can just right. experience this because my mom always says you got to show the kids what to do like they're not gonna learn for anybody else but you it's in her her biggest thing is you don't want them to go to a party and i know what to do so you gotta show them how to right. skate show them how to bowl you know just just show them how to act and that's the only yep. way they will learn is through you as, as a parent that's right yeah man so now a lot of times when we talk to people in education and we all focus on the negative, right? This is how bad schools are and what, yada, yada, yada. What are some good things you've seen over the last 13 years? Like you talked about some of the trips you've taken, but just like from your students, like how have they surprised you or just been like, you know, this was this is why the job is worth it. What have you seen in the last 13 years as a principal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good one. And, and, and you're right. It's often you rarely get the, the good news flashes about schools, right? You rarely do. Um, it's always... Look what's going on in this school. Look what's going on in that school. But again, excel, learn, beacon up, beacon of hope is the fact that again, it's our students. You know, we're nationally recognized in a nationally, I may say, world round, world round book, which is the U.S. News and World Report. Um, they were in there, so we got that award. We had a great um. We had an assembly. We got T-shirts. We celebrated it, right? Because oftentimes you don't get that. Um, that opportunity to celebrate. So kudos to them. Two years before that, they were number five in the, the Chicago magazine um, in, in 2018, being the fifth best school. So again, great news. We celebrated, we got shirts, we had a party, we told them to keep it up. Um, but those are the things you wouldn't necessarily hear about, right? Um, from a student standpoint, we have a student who I taught her when I first started at Learn in third grade. She ended up uh, went through learn, went to a great high school, went to college. She just graduated now with her 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 uh, PhD or EDD, 
for school psychology. So again, wow. great news from the West Side, right? Has a great story. But here she is, went all the way through Learn College, graduate school, and my fingers crossed now, hoping to get her to work at Learn as a school psychologist when she gets through. Um, but again, the stories you don't necessarily hear. Mm -hmm. um, our graduation rate at Learn, you know, we right now we're about thirty percent graduation rate. We're looking to go to fifty percent as a network. The the other schools are in the teens, right? So we are blowing away the competition in terms of putting students through um, high school and going and actually graduating. Because our mission is giving students a foundation and ambition to go to college. Mm -hmm. And right now, our goal now is 50%. We're at 32. That 32 still blows away um, uh, the, the competition amongst students of color. Gotcha. So now... When when you know how it is with kids, when they see like we chip much, we saw the teachers out of school, they couldn't recognize them for a second, like outside of the classroom and the board. And it was like, wait a minute, you you got a life outside of school. So how is it when your kids see you outside of school? Is it is it weird for them? They there you go. They um I, <laughs> uh <laughs> couple funny well, yes. So when I'm out, um you don't have a suit on, Mr. Robinson. They think I sleep in my suit, you know, because <laughs> I wear it every day. Like, no, nah, this is how it looks. I got my Jordans on. They're like, what? You know, so it's really enlightening for them to see that, wow, he is a different person, right? Sure. Um, another funny one is this summer I was at a festival and I saw one of my students and parents, you know, so I try to wave to the parent. And of course, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a mom. You know, I see this mom every day outside. <laughs> well, I see, yeah. so, so you already know where I'm going. Yeah, so I said, yeah. oh, hey, you know, and she gave me this look. I'm like, no, I'm like, just it's, it's me. You know, she think I'm trying to, you know, hit her. I was like, oh, <laughs> Mr. Robertson, oh, how are you doing? You know, but it's just, you yeah. know, just again, people just don't recognize me. Um, uh, so it's uh, so it's always good to see them because they like, okay, we see you, which makes me think sometime every now and then I gotta come to school sometime. Maybe I gotta dress down. So I try to dress down with the kids when they have dress downs, just mm -hmm. to show them I'm human and I and I'm hip. But yeah, to your point, it's always a surprise. And they the next day I saw you at so and so, you know. So yeah, yeah, and I think it's good for you know, like you said. They get to see you as a full person, like 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 you said the best. You don't sleep in your suit, like you do. You do go home. You got a whole home and a house that That's you right. like, and family yeah. that loves you. You dig, That's man. It. But I, I admire you for what you what you do. Again, as long as I've known you, this has been at your career, your profession, man. And, and it's like if, if anybody, you really stuck to it. And just knowing you, how you are, you know, you you are very. You said structure, you know, so you make sure you, you know, we know what to expect from you. And I can see how you, I'm not surprised, honestly, that you won this award, that your school is doing well, that you are doing well, because I know how hard you work at it. Like I've, I've been to a couple of career days and I got to say, nothing is more scary than talking in front of a bunch of kids who want to know how much money you make. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so first question I think about, how much you make? Jeez. Hold it, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's it just, it, it's a, it's one of those things where you, I know what I was meant to put on this world to do, right? Wow. And unfortunately, the the schools, many of the schools are failing our kids, you know, and I just, I'm not one of one the ones to sit back on the sidelines to watch it. I want to get involved. I want to do my part um, and truly give students their right, which is a great education, right? I mean, just because students who don't have the means to go to a private school to move, that shouldn't be their fault. Like our issues in society, our kids shouldn't have to suffer, right? So I want to make sure they have a great opportunity, kindergarten through 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 eighth grade, get the foundation. That way, when they get to high school and college, 
they can come back, right? They can come back and potentially work. You know, there's a teacher shortage, right? And the only way to, to improve a teacher shortage is to put out a better product, kindergarten through eighth grade, high school. That way they can come back, pass the teacher certification test and get more teachers um, in, in, in the classroom. Yeah. You know, and to that point, man, I never, I don't want people to underestimate how much you can pour into a kid, like how much you can, like, I, and I speak personally, right? I tell people all the time, I, I grew up in the manor. You know, people, you know about the manor, you know the manor. Yep. And the thing is, the only difference between me and the, you know, the kids on my block is that like people told me I could be something. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily think I was that much smarter than them, right? I just was told I could be something, so I didn't want to put it at risk. And I remember in my grammar school, man, I, I didn't know this until I got older. It was a small, little, tiny grammar school, 15 students in my graduating class. Like I just thought that, that was my whole world, right? When I was going to my college prep high school, my teachers, they saw I was pretty good. I'm getting 105s on tests. I'm just blowing stuff away. They pulled me to the side and was like, you have to study out this book. Like They were like, you can't sit over there. You got to study out this book. So when I got to high school, it's like I saw some of the stuff, you know, it, I, even though it was still it, I had to learn it, catch up. It's like it wasn't just completely foreign to me. And that's that was some teachers. So shout out to Miss Williams and Mr. Watson, you know, Miss Bouton. Mm -hmm. They did that for me, man. And it's like, again, they saw something in me and took enough time to say, hey, and not necessarily to single me out, but it's like, hey, this guy got some potential. Let's give him a shot. Let's help him out the way we can. So, you know, teachers and principals alike, you know, you guys definitely help our kids and help our students, man. So, again, commending all to all of you guys for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we, and, and it's all about giving back, right? Giving back. Um I mean, you allow me to be on your show is giving back, spreading the word, me teaching. Um, I know you do lots of volunteering at the Aiden Brooklyn and Chase's school so people see you. I mean, that that that, that that's what it's about. You got to give back because if as a people, you know, we come together, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll, we'll be around for a while. So, no, that's what it's about. I appreciate it. Yeah, I usually just go up to the school so the kids know that they, anybody can call me at any time. So don't 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 act yeah. up. <laughs> so listen, man. So so how can people support you? And you know you don't like being in the spotlight. So how can people support you and your school? Like maybe they can donate something or you guys have events or just learn more about your school. Where can they go? Yep, definitely the website, www.learncharter.org. That's the best way. Um we have 11 campuses. We have one in DC and we have 10 in Illinois, three up north, Waukegan, North Chicago. Five on the west side and three um and, and and two south. Um just check us out, you know, go on there, um, refer family and friends to us is probably the best way. You know, we're we're great uh charter network, and again, we're geographically spread out. If you're looking for a great school, um that's free, right? We don't charge tuition, which is a myth among myth, myth among charter schools. Our teachers are certified, you know, which is another myth that you hire you hire people not certified. That that's not that's not true. Um, um and we have high expectations and we have great academic outcomes, right? That's probably the best way. Just go to our website, check us out, check out one of our schools. If you have people who live in those areas and uh, send them the application, we have our lottery is coming up uh, April. Uh, it's in April. I think it's the second week of April is our lottery. April, I'm getting the calendar. Uh, yep, April 12th. Um, so again, we have a pre-K program that's really, really great. We start them all at three and four years old. So they can come in and learn at three, four. We have them all the way up to uh, eighth grade. Cool, man. Well, listen, thank you for joining the Super Duper Podcast, and I'm proud of you, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. And Ezra, no, uh, thank you. And, uh, you know, just, again, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I want to thank our good friend, Sekou Robertson, for joining, on this, joining us on the Super Duper Pod. Really proud of him, man. The principal. 
Yeah, of the year. Th- this this is big. This is big stuff for Illinois a Charter Network, and I mean, I'm really just proud of him and what he does. And I mean, you know, we know him personally, so he know he's a stickler for structure. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody bill is the same. Yeah, that that brother. <laughs> so he he. This is this is his life. His life. I calling, love it. But, I love him though. I love it. Love hey him. man, wishing him all the best. Thankful for him, man. So yes. uh, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. Reason why we missed the episode last week. Good friend of ours, very, very close friend of Ezra's. Ezra's uh got into a car accident. As I, I guess I'll let you explain it, man. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna get too too far into it, but he was in a in a in a bad accident and uh uh he's been in the hospital it's been ten days now. He's had uh, a bunch of surgeries. Um and so but he's he's pulling he's 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 pulling through though. So mm-hmm. uh we've sent in all of our prayers, all of our thoughts out 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 to my man Miles, DJ Dark Knight. Um. Yeah, it's a tough situation, but uh, I'm just glad that that he's here. Um, he's alive, man, and mm. and so we're gonna help him through this. Gonna be a be a long uh rehab uh to get him back to where where he was before the accident, and um uh, we're gonna be there every step of the way, man. So mm. uh, so we love we love you, man. We yeah. love you, can and and can't wait till you're back to 100. percent as I admire you, man, I know you've been at the hospital a lot, man. So I know that's uh, my you doing yeah. really some good work checking on people, man. That's that's really dope. So just want to dedicate this episode to my brother Miles, man. Again, a fast, quick recovery. I know you got a long road, but as I said, we here with you, bro. And uh, you know, we send our prayers your way. So thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod again. S U P A D U P A P O D. Also online at HP fifty three Productions dot com for our murder her. Her, 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 her. We on YouTube, yeah, yes. We on YouTube, right? Sort of kind of. We got Jace. Next week on YouTube, you <laughs> get find us. One little issue I want to I want to fix before we before we do that. That's fair. That's fair. Right. And again, thank you guys for listening from all across the world, even on the West Side. What up, West Side? Man, also uh, again, check us out hp53productions.com for our merch. Did I miss anything? No, I think you covered it all, man. All right. Well, good. Well, again, thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the super duper. Please go see the house party. Just support LeBron and uh, his efforts because we want to work with LeBron. The super duper. I, I can't wait to see it. Hey, man. Super duper podcast. Do the case stand for kamikaze Jay Silent, I say it where you can feel I'm falling Sure lately, I've been up late with what? Demons in my basement, trying to get me to hate this what? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up This said, how you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak up